Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, my God. The building just crumbled. This is Tencent Wins, WINS, New York. One of the two towers, the South Tower of the World Trade Center, has just crumbled, collapsed. In a pile of dust, this uh, approximately less than an hour after it was hit by an aircraft. The second building, the second building, completely down. You know what I'm saying? Where are you? You heard the first. I was up here. Thought me too. Uh, a situation that uh, started bad just gets worse and worse and worse. The World Trade Center. South Tower, which was hit by a plane and wrecked by an explosion approximately an hour ago, has totally collapsed. The North Tower is still standing, but the World Trade Center South Tower has collapsed. Let's go live to CNN for a moment. Gigantic black billowing cloud of smoke that, has, that is rising over the Pentagon. You heard Jamie McIntyre a moment ago describe where that uh, was coming from. I can also tell you that local radio, in addition to talking about evacuations, as we've heard at the Pentagon, and the White House is reporting that the uh, Capitol building has been evacuated and the Treasury Department has been evacuated. Washington, D.C., the nation's capital, is exceptionally tense and uh, clearly taking steps as if it is virtually under siege here. We don't know specifically, as you as you said, uh, what has taken place at the Pentagon, but this is very serious, striking at the heart of the national government. And as John King was explaining, Frank, the White House Frank, it's Aaron. I, I need to interrupt you for a second. Uh, again, there has been a second explosion uh, here in uh, Manhattan at the, at the Trade Center. We are getting reports that a part of the tower, the second tower, the one a, a bit further to the south of us, uh, has collapsed. We are checking on that. Well, uh, again, it does appear that the second oh tower of the World Trade Center has collapsed. Tentenwitz account executive Joan Fleischer was looking at the building, and uh, boy, it was just three minutes ago. And Joan, what did you see? Oh, well, got lots of smoke, and then the next thing I heard an explosion, and the building from the top, the south building, just crumbled. Just completely went down. I saw it. It's hard to see all the pieces, but you could see it tipping over and just crashing to the ground. Now, it's, I don't even know where it crashed, crumbled from on the south building because there's so much smoke, I can't see anything now. All I can tell you is that the fire seems to have spread on the north building now because I can see the, the, the flames on the south side, which I couldn't see before. Well, we can only hope that uh, they had gotten uh, everybody or the majority of the people out of that building before it, before it collapsed. But, again, uh, you know, these are enormous buildings, and uh, obviously, uh, let's hope that they have the area around those buildings right. cleared out. We've had right. no reports of uh, casualties. Obviously, there are going to be uh, more than a few in the, uh, in the wake of this. If you're just joining us this morning, uh, you're in for a, a horrific surprise. Both buildings of the World Trade Center have been uh, hit by uh, aircraft and the South Tower of the World Trade Center has apparently collapsed in a pile of dust. Let's go to Ten Ten Winds editor Jim Maloney. He was uh, in Hoboken uh, waiting for, uh, waiting to get into the tunnel when this happened. Jim? Yelly, and uh, the scene here is just one right out of one of the movies you would see in Hollywood. People walking around with uh, cell phones in tears. Uh, holding their heads, looking up at what's left of the World Trade Center, just shaking their heads in disbelief. The entire side of New Jersey now is totally affected by this and has been for quite some time. The tunnels are shut down, people are milling around, not knowing what to do, not knowing where to go. It's a scene just of utter chaos and just uh, wondering what happened to those folks in the Trade Center just makes it all the worse. Lee? 
All right, since then, Wins newsman Jim Maloney, who was uh, watching the South Tower of the World Trade Center when it went down, and uh, he is stuck at the... Uh, Lincoln Tunnel, uh, all of the tunnels, both uh, leading from New Jersey into New York City, have been shut down, as has the George Washington Bridge. All air traffic in uh, the United States has been suspended until at least 5 o'clock in the wake of this. Let's get uh, brought up to date on what has transpired in about the last hour and 15 minutes in this country, in this world. Here's 1010 Winds newsman James Faraday. James. Okay, Lee, and to recap, uh, two planes, of course, crashed into the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center in lower Manhattan this morning. Uh, the aircraft, uh, first one, crashed into the upper floors of one of the towers. Uh, that is the one with TV and radio antenna on top. Witnesses reported hearing a huge explosion and heavy black smoke could be seen pouring out of the building. Wreckage was also seen embedded in the upper floors of the skyscraper and ever since has been raining down onto the streets of lower Manhattan. Uh, shortly afterward, a second plane hit the other tower. That is the tower with the observation deck on top. The Associated Press has learned the FBI is investigating reports that the two crashes are the result of foul play. Of course, uh, there's no word on casualties, but suffice to say, the uh, loss of life uh, presumably profound. Uh, given the magnitude of this disaster, the South Tower of the World Trade Center just minutes ago collapsed to the ground. Only one tower is standing at this point. President Bush, speaking in Florida, was quick to react to this tragedy. I have spoken to the vice president, to the governor of New York, to the director of the FBI, and have ordered that the full resources of the federal government go to help the victims and their families and, the, and to conduct a full-scale investigation to hunt down and to find those folks who committed this act. This is not only a New York story. In Washington, word that the Pentagon has been struck. A plane crashed into the Pentagon this morning. CNN's Chris Plant is in the nation's capital. And speaking to people uh, here at, uh, at the Pentagon as they're being evacuated from the building, I am told by several people that there was, in fact, an explosion. I was told by one uh, witness, uh, an Air Force enlisted, uh, senior enlisted man, that he was outside when it occurred. He said that he saw a helicopter circle the building. He said that it appeared to be a U.S. military helicopter and that it disappeared behind the building where the helicopter landing zone is. And that he then saw a fireball uh, go into the sky. That fireball was apparently from a plane. An Associated Press reporter on the scene saw the tail end of a large airliner plunge into the Pentagon. Of course, the Pentagon has been evacuated along with the West Wing of the White House, the Capitol, all major branches of the United States government evacuated this morning. In Chicago, the Sears Tower has been evacuated as a precautionary measure. Uh, no a known threat has been made against Chicago's tallest building at this point. New York Stock Exchange has been shut down. The State Department has been evacuated. The Associated Press has learned the White House has been evacuated after the Secret Service received a credible threat terrorist act against the mansion. The State Department, as we mentioned, also evacuated. Fox News Channel's Jim Engel is at the White House and has the very latest. The roads around the White House, the streets around the White House were blocked seconds ago. Uh, members of the Uniform Division of the Secret Service ran out to intersections and started diverting traffic. There are emergency vehicles on almost every block around the White House. The road south of the White House has also been blocked. And as you know, the White House is being evacuated. Federal employees are standing on the street corners in and around the White House, uh, having left the building for fear of another attack. President Bush is now flying to Washington from Florida, where he'd scheduled an educational event. Uh, the president's plane, Air Force One, the only one allowed to take off at this point, because the FAA has halted all takeoffs nationwide. 1010 Winds, continuous coverage moves on now with 1010 Winds anchor Judy DeAngelis. As you said, it is an absolutely unreal sight. Uh, you see the pictures side by side of New York and Washington billowing smoke, uh, the collapse of the World Trade Center. 1010 Winds reporter Eileen LaPalmer is down in lower Manhattan. We're going to try and get to her live now and see if she can uh, give us uh, any more information. Eileen, are you there? Yeah, Judy, I'm here. Well, all I can tell you is, as you can imagine, absolute chaos. People were running, panicking just when the smoke and flames were billowing out. People were trying to head down south towards the World Trade Center when suddenly there was a large rumbling and the entire tower fell and collapsed to the ground. 
People came running north because of the smoke. It was billowing up Broadway. There's a thick black cloud of smoke. You can't even see down Broadway from the vantage point of City Hall. I've now moved inside a building, but all the buildings along Broadway here at City Hall are being evacuated. On my way up to this building, I ran into a woman who was in Tower 2 when the plane crashed into Tower 1. Were you able to get any information from me? I was in the building. Oh my God, you were in the building? I was on the 92nd floor of number two. And I didn't see the first plane crash, but I was on a lower floor when the second plane crashed into number two. And my brother's a photojournalist, and he's down there now. I hope he's okay. okay. How, did you, how did you get out? Like I walked down 92 floors, and I stopped on the 70-something floor because they said everything was okay, and the second plane crashed. Into the second building, right? Yeah. So it was the first chapter. Of course, at this point, everyone's concern is just getting north, getting away from the World Trade Center, as well as finding out where their families are. There are lines around the block to use pay phones. Everyone is scrambling, trying to figure out what is happening here. We will bring you more as soon as we know it. Eileen LaPalmer, live, 1010 wins outside of City Hall. Well, as much as people would like to get in or out, you will not be able to do so into the city. The Port Authority, we are reiterating, has closed all of its bridges and tunnels, and that includes the George Washington Holland and Tunnel. A busy, busy place, St. Vincent's hospital. Fox News Channel reporter Molly Falloner is there. St. Vincent's Hospital basically looks like it is under siege. There are flares out forming a block perimeter around this hospital. I watched one victim come out of an ambulance go in on a stretcher. They look uh, exceedingly injured and right now there are hospital beds lined up on the street right outside the hospital waiting with paramedics right next to them for the waves of injuries. They are obviously expecting to come in here Again, the city's hospitals on major alert with the terror attacks in the city and now at the Pentagon and with the, one of the World Trade Towers collapsing. This has gone from bad to worse. It is nothing short of horrific. This is 1010 Winds Radio with this breaking news story. Let's go back now to my colleague, Lee Harris. All right, Judy. A uh, reminder again, if you're in New York City... Fire department member, you are to report to your firehouse immediately. Obviously, uh, they need all the help they can get this morning. Report to your firehouse immediately. 1010 Winds reporter Steve Torrey is at the Empire State Building for some reason this morning, and let's go to him. Steve, what's going on there? All right, Lee, seen here at the Empire State Building appears to be under control. As soon as we got uh, here, the, we received word that uh, once the explosions happened at the Trade Center, the Empire State Building was quickly evacuated. I spoke with Sergeant Spaniard of the NYPD. I was told uh, by my superiors to make sure that the building was being evacuated and uh, to assist them in any way possible. Well, obviously, the scene there appears to be under control, of course, everywhere on the street, as you might expect, and as you've been hearing, and we're repeating ourselves here, people panicking. They got a clear view of what was going on from their vantage point, and people are still not exactly sure what had taken place, asking us questions. But again, the Empire State Building quickly evacuated, and they are hopeful that everyone was out of there in time. Steve Torrey, 1010 wins in Midtown. Breaking news now on 1010 wins. Add to the list of explosions this morning, an explosion near the U.S. Supreme Court building in Washington, D.C. That is according to Fox News. Again, we had a report of an explosion earlier near the at the Pentagon, and now an explosion reported near the U.S. Supreme Court. That is according to Fox News. And on top of that, of course, the uh, explosions at the World Trade Center apparently caused by planes crashing into them, and the South Tower of the World Trade Center after burning for about 45 or 50 minutes collapsed in a pile of rubble. One good bit of information we got from Eileen LaPalmer at City Hall not too long ago is that people who were way up on the uh, 92nd floor of the World Trade Center, the South Tower, got out uh, A, before the second plane hit, and B, before the tower collapsed. So we have uh, hope that at least some people uh, were able to escape the carnage this morning, and we do not, as of yet, have any ideas to uh, loss of life or injuries this morning. Morning. Uh, 1010 Winds reporter Steve uh, Torre just reporting in from uh, the Empire State Building. With us uh, since this began, and it, it seems like a lifetime ago now, but it was only about an hour and a half ago, 1010 Winds account executive uh, Joan Fleischer. And Joan was on the line with us 14 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, watching as the South Tower of the World Trade Center collapsed. Joan? Hi. Well, this is the scene gets worse. We just saw about six people jump out of the north building from the top. The bodies just 
jumping out of the building to just escape, I guess, what seems to be an unbelievable fire and smoke inhalation. There had to be five or six bodies just jumping out of the building. And everyone here is just, I mean, it's, it's a sight that doesn't, you can't even describe. I, I'm doing a terrible job telling you what I'm seeing, but it defies words. It is the most horrible. I can now see some blue sky where the second building was, the south building. It's not there. I don't know how far it fell to the ground, but it crumbled, and I can see blue sky when the, the, the smoke clears. It is a horrific scene. All right, Joan, uh, I guess thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, sorry that you've had to see that. 1010 Wins reporter Eileen LaPalmer uh, was ensconced at City Hall. I understand you've moved. Eileen? Uh, yeah, Lee, I am outside of City Hall. Where they are. They have evacuated City Hall. They've evacuated all the buildings around here. They're trying to move the crowds north. This was already underway just after the two planes had crashed into Tower 1 and Tower 2. And then when everyone was starting to calm down and look at the smoke building, billowing out and still running around trying to figure out what was going on, suddenly Tower 2 collapsed. A billow of smoke went up. The smoke started coming up Broadway. Literally everyone started turning and running north to get away from the smoke, not really sure what's in the debris, what's in the smoke. In that crowd, in that crowd running, I ran into a woman who, as I said before, was in Tower 2. She is still, she escaped, and she is here. Did it happen? Yes, I was in the building. Oh, my God, you were in the building? I was on the 92nd floor of number 2, and I didn't see the first plane crash, but I was on a lower floor when the second plane crashed into number 2. And my brother's a photojournalist, and he's down there now. I hope he's okay. How did you, how did you get out? Like I walked down 92 floors, and I stopped on the 70-something floor because they said everything was okay, and the second plane crashed. Into the second building, right? Yeah. What happened? So it was the first tower one we picked first? Yes. So at this point, obviously, everyone's trying to locate their family and friends as well as get themselves to safety. The area around here at City Hall is under lockdown. All the buildings are being evacuated. Everyone is being told to move north. Eileen LaPalmer, live for 1010 Winds outside of City Hall. Uh, we haven't heard yet from Mayor Giuliani, but I understand that uh, he does plan to uh, address us at some point. Eileen? Uh, yes, we are trying to locate where the mayor is. Obviously, uh, usually in the, when there is crisis situations, he would be down at the Office of Emergency Management, which is down at the World Trade Center. Um, we cannot find him right now. The city hall is also evacuated and locked down, obviously for security reasons. We will let you know as soon as we know when the mayor will speak with us. Okay, as to all how all this happened, uh, it's becoming uh, increasingly apparent that this was a terrorist attack. President Bush as much as said so about an hour ago, what with... Uh, Two planes in very short order crashing into the World Trade Center, both towers, and uh, the second uh, South Tower has now collapsed. In addition, a plane has apparently crashed near the Pentagon. There have been uh, threats. Obviously, all of these threats are credible today. Uh, the White House was evacuated, so too the Treasury, the Capitol, and uh, now we have a report that there has been an explosion near the U.S. Supreme Court in Washington, that according to Fox News. 1010 wins reporter Carol DeOrion on Long Island, and uh, I don't imagine there's much traffic moving from uh, here to Manhattan this morning. No, I, I can't imagine how I would make it to uh, Manhattan today, but I have to tell you, you know, on Long Island, it's, it's so far removed. It's a peaceful, sunny day, and yet people are absolutely gripped by this. I just came over the Atlantic Beach Bridge, which is right on the Nassau County-Queens border, and as you go over the top of the bridge, you can see the smoke billowing from the World Trade Center. People have pulled over to the side of the road, uh, sitting on the railing of that bridge to take a look. I'm now on the Nassau Expressway, which is Route 874, and uh, people have been pulling over their cars because um, as, each as, as the expressway has overpasses, you can see the smoke billowing. It's a, it's a grayish black on the edges that has turned white. And people are just pulling over to, to just take a look. And it's just so unbelievable. I, I stopped in a deli to buy the newspapers. And uh, a deli that is normally busy and buzzing with people, there was just a hush as, as people listened to the radio that was on in the deli. It is, I've made phone calls to people. 
and uh, people are just crying because of the, the sadness of this tragedy. It started out as a beautiful, bright, sunny day, and in the matter of just a, a very few minutes, uh, that was uh, shaken along with the sense that uh, New York is a secure place. Uh, just to bring you up to speed on the effects on infrastructure of this uh, episode, uh, all of the airports nationwide are shut down. There is no air traffic in the United States, at least until 5 p.m. today. Also, the uh, Port Authority has closed down the Lincoln and Holland Tunnels and the George Washington Bridge. Uh, if you are a New York City firefighter, you are requested to report to your station immediately. We need all possible help at this time. You're listening to 1010 Winds, continuing live coverage of uh, this disaster that's unfolding this morning in New York City. And let's go to 1010 Winds reporter Lori Madden with an update on uh, the New York City tunnels. Lori? And we just got an update from Shadow Traffically that all of the tunnels into and out of the city, we know about the Port Authority tunnels, but on the East River as well, closed. That would be the Battery Tunnel, the Midtown Tunnel. We would assume those would be shut down, but we've got the confirmation they are shut down. All of the bridges, the East River bridges also coming into the city. You cannot come into the city on the East River bridges, the Triborough Bridge the 59th Street Bridge, Williamsburg Bridge, the Manhattan Bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge. You cannot come into the city. The Tappan Zee Bridge is open, and that's the latest word from shadow traffic. Okay, if your plans involve uh, coming into Manhattan, your plan is to stay put right now. Already in Manhattan, he was getting ready to start what was to be a regular workday at the New York Stock Exchange. 1010 Winds reporter Larry Kofsky, he's been uh, telling us what's been going on from his vantage point. And Larry, where are you now? Well, Lee, I'm uh, on Lafayette Street. I've walked several blocks north. I know I'm north of uh, Canal Street, but I'm not exactly sure uh, how far. I walked into a store, and they were kind enough to let me use the phone. As uh, you may or may not know, many uh, the, the cell phones are almost impossible to use this morning. Uh, I was standing at the corner of uh, Park Row, and I believe it was Fulton Street when we heard this uh, massive um, explosion, and uh, the top of number two World Trade Center came down. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what happened, but uh, there was certainly a, a cloud of smoke and a, a stampede of people getting out of the way and uh, police uh, first telling everybody to get into the subway that the trains were running and then uh, immediately shooing us out again. And basically, as I uh, look out the front door of the store that I'm sitting in here, trying to catch my breath... Um there are just uh, hordes of people just uh, basically walking north trying to get out of the way. I see a woman coming in now. She's uh, crying. I have no idea uh, what her problem is. She doesn't appear to be injured. I think she may just be shaken up. But uh, certainly, uh, you mentioned normal workday. I don't think there are going to be any normal workdays uh, in this part of Manhattan for a very long time. Lee? All right, Larry. Speaking of the subways, 1010 Winds reporter Mona Rivera has been checking out uh, the mass transit situation. Mona? New Yorkers who are hearing the word terrorist attack are angry and they're afraid. I spoke with Sonia Warner. She was taking the A train into Manhattan from Brooklyn, and she got off in fear. They're going to um, attack the, the subway station next. If they, if they um, bomb the Pentagon and then the World Trade Center right here in New York City. The subway station is, could be next. We don't know. But I decided to get off just to safeguard myself. She said an announcement was made stopping many trains from going into Manhattan, and no one was going to work today. Mona Rivera, 1010 Winds in Brooklyn. Winds News Time, 1022. Let's get caught up to speed on this situation which affects not only New York City but the nation. Let's go live to 1010 Winds newsman James Faraday. James? All right, Lee, well, the big word in Washington uh, concerns this apparent plane crashing into or near the Pentagon, uh, causing a huge fireball and a scene that is eerily reminiscent of what we saw at the World Trade Center. Thick black smoke now emanating from the Pentagon. Jim Angle of the Fox News Channel is on the scene. As you come into Washington from Virginia, about two miles from the Pentagon, you can see the smoke billowing up from the building. Huge clouds of smoke. So much so that uh, commuters coming into town have pulled over to the side of a busy freeway, what is ordinarily a busy freeway, and are sitting watching in amazement as the symbol of the United States defense establishment uh, goes up in smoke. All highways in and around Washington, D.C. are now jammed with traffic. 
as of course are the highways in the New York area. Lower Manhattan virtually closed off. At the White House, along with many other federal buildings in Washington, an evacuation underway as a precaution. Again, Fox News man Jim Angle. The roads around the White House, the streets around the White House were blocked seconds ago. Uh, members of the Uniformed Division of the Secret Service ran out to intersections and started diverting traffic. There are emergency vehicles on almost every block around the White House. The road south of the White House has also been blocked. And as you know, the White House is being evacuated. Federal employees are standing on the street corners in and around the White House, uh, having left the building for fear of another attack. Among the explosions in Washington this morning, one near the Supreme Court building, as we hear from Fox Channel newsman Brian Wilson. I was just here in front of the Capitol, which, by the way, has been evacuated, and back toward the Supreme Court area, we just heard a low, muffled thud. It sounded like a small explosion. Sirens are going off around this city like you cannot believe, and just overhead a moment ago, something I have never seen in Washington in the 16 years I've been here, military jets are, uh, are now patrolling the skies over Washington, D.C. 1010 Winds coverage continues with Judy DeAngelis. Thank you, James. Uh, we are just getting word now that uh, not only is the airspace locked, but below ground is also being uh, closed tighter than a drum. We're going to go over to uh, Shadow Traffic a reporter, Pete Torriello, for the latest on that. Pete. Right, Judy. Uh, apparently, the entire New York City subway system has been shut down now, so we have a lockdown above ground, as you said, and below ground as well. Lincoln Holland Tunnels, George Washington Bridge are all closed. The Tappan Zee Bridge is open at this time. East River Bridges and tunnels in and out of uh, Manhattan are also shut down at this time as is all of the uh, airport activity nationwide. And uh, once again, to repeat the word uh, from the Transit Authority, all subway service has now been shut down, and we'll have more as it becomes available, Judy. Thank you, uh, Pitoriello. A shadow traffic, as you heard, all uh, subway traffic closed down. All the Port Authority bridges and tunnels closed down. Nothing's taking off. All the airports are closed down. The roads are closed down. The twin disaster at the World Trade Center happening shortly before 9 a.m., then right around 9 a.m., and then just a little while ago, a third explosion which actually brought down the South Tower. 1010 Winds reporter Juliet Papa is uh, down around City Hall. Let's try and get through to her now and see what's happening down there. Juliet. Judy, I am at the intersection of Broadway and Chambers Street, where it looks as if police are trying to virtually evacuate the whole lower Manhattan area. When I saw the smoke resulting from the crash of the towers going down, people were running up the block. They were running up Broadway. They were running up, I was on 7th Avenue South, running in a panic of northbound from the area. I had been trying to get down here in a car. I was on 7th Avenue South going over to Broadway. And as I heard uh, Joan Fleischer on our broadcast live saying that the towers collapsed, I saw the billow of smoke that resulted from that. People with fear stricken all over their faces just running up the block. Right now it appears as if I said that the entire area is being evacuated. Uh, there are police walking around uh, just directing people, citizens that are walking around directing traffic and directing people out. More emergency vehicles are on their way down here. You might hear the sirens as I speak. They are just continuing to go. I spoke with EMS a while ago. I managed to get through to them, and they said, don't even think about trying to get a tally on uh, injured or fatalities. And that was uh, about uh, 45 minutes ago before the towers went down. So we cannot even begin to guess uh, what havoc this has wreaked. But as I said, it appears that all of this is being evacuated. I am being asked to get off this phone right now, and police are just trying to clear the whole area. Juliet Papa, 1010 Winds, reporting live from Chambers and Broadway. And we are just now receiving word that all international flights to Washington, D.C. and New York City are being diverted to Canadian airports. Air uh, lockdown in the airspace across the entire United States and of course here in the city, nothing is going in or going out. 1010 Winds News Director Ben Meverack is at the Manhattan Bridge. Let's check in with him. Ben. Hey Judy, I have a direct line of sight to what is left of the World Trade Center. The fire continues to burn. I can see the flames through the thick smoke. As I walk through Brooklyn to get to this position, I can tell you as uh, Julietta alluded to. The bridges have pretty much been blocked off. Everyone is being diverted. Uh, there is just no way in 
into the city except for emergency vehicles. I did pass through a couple of parks and on some of the streets, and before, when I reported about an hour ago, there were people at their gas pumps who turned to look at the smoke that was coming from the city, folks stepping out of bodegas and stores to look. Now people are gathering in large groups. In fact, in one corner, I saw a group of people actually holding hands and praying. As I stand on the uh, Manhattan Bridge, which is closed, it is open to pedestrian traffic. Uh, some people are walking across, but there's just no way for them to... Uh, as I look out, something is, I can't, it looks as though the building is going, is that the building going down? Is that the second building of the World Trade Center going yes, down? Yes, that is the second, that is the second tower. That is the second tower. It's a huge plume of smoke that came out of the middle of the building, and then the building just disappeared in the smoke. It is an incredible sight. People around me are taking a look. It is, I cannot even describe it. It is, it is one of those rare moments where you just can't describe it. It looked as though it was a puff of cloud, uh, almost like a firework explosion of cloud. No noise with it. And then all of a sudden, I, I just blinked my eyes. I looked back up and might have heard the people in the background going, oh, my God, and the second building appears to have gone down. Yes, Three. you're absolutely right, Ben. That is this, the second uh, building that has gone down. It, it came out like a plume of smoke, like a banana unpeeling. Plumes of smoke coming out and then absolutely nothing. And now where there were two huge buildings, two huge towers, there is now nothing but plumes of smoke. Can you still see where you're looking at, Ben? All I see now is the clouds are beginning to drift away. And in its place, a uh, bit of the clear sky behind it. And it, it is a remarkable lifelong New York. You know, when you come into the city and you look around the panoramic view, you see the Empire State Building, you see the Chrysler Building, and then you pan down to the south of Manhattan, and you always expect to see the World Trade Center towers there. It's just, it just it's habit. You just expect to see it. Now to look there, to see it vacant except for a cloud of smoke, uh, it is just incredible. Well, Ben, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, go over to Joan Fleischer because uh, she actually has a bird's eye view of what's happening. So thank you very much, Ben. We'll get back to you shortly. Joan, I understand that you are uh, still on the roof of your building in Lower Manhattan. Yes? Still watching. Still watching. Now, uh, uh, we just saw moments ago the uh, the second of the twin towers collapsing to that's, the ground that's correct that's correct it just went down no no explosion just a puff of smoke and it went down so you heard nothing no explosion was, before. i didn't hear any explosion all i saw was a, a big like a puff of smoke and then it just went down and i can't see i mean i'm at the i'm in a, on the top of a sixth floor building but i can't see any any of the world trade towers uh, world trade towers at all now joan uh, and i should say that you are one of the account executives here at uh, 1010 wins you have been with us since the beginning since this first started you you called in and told us about the very first explosion that occurred you were there when the second one uh, occurred this has been just a surreal experience it's, it's unbelievable i can't explain it uh, from the start to now i, I just the, the sky is completely blue except for white smoke clouds uh, smoke uh, metaforming clouds there's no world the skyline is completely different there's no twin towers all right now we are getting word uh, no confirmation yet dc police apparently are saying that uh, uh what dc police plane rather i should say let me get that correct a dc police plane has been hijacked is now en route to washington we we do not know anything more than this at this point it has not been confirmed we do not know the intentions of this plane only that we're receiving word that a dc police plane hijacked and is now en route to Washington. This is just literally becoming more bizarre by the second. Uh, in a day when everybody was uh, saying it is the primary, it is snooze city, it has gone from being absolute incomprehensible mayhem, the, the sight horrendous. You have been watching this the whole morning from your, uh, from your roof, Joan. DC, DC police. Our Joan is now talking to somebody else. Uh, you know what, Joan, what we're going to do now is thank you very much. We're going to get back to you. Stay with us. We're going to go to Al Jones, uh, reporter Al Jones, who is now on Hudson Street. Al, can you hear me? Oh, Judy, it was absolute pandemonium when another part of the South Tower came down here. I'm at Hudson between Duane and Reed. We were standing on the street when we heard what sounded like a plane coming overhead, but actually it was the roar of more of the building coming down. People running down the street screaming. This huge huge dust cloud filling the sky. We dipped into one of the buildings here. A supervisor, lucky enough, uh, opened up the door, let us in as this huge cloud
cloud went by of debris, and you could hear the roar of the building continuing to fall. I ran into a fellow, Tom Colden, who was on the 64th floor of the North Tower. When the first plane hit, he said everything was orderly, they were evacuating, but when the second explosion occurred and they lost power, lost lights, it was pandemonium. He said they just rushed down the stairs, firefighters were there to try to lead them out, but he came out dazed, covered with soot, covered with ash, just staggering away from the building, lucky to be alive. Al Jones, 1010 Winds, reporting live from outside the World Trade Towers. This has been an absolutely unbelievable morning. The news is breaking almost faster than we can get it to you. And right now, we are uh, going to go to 1010 Winds reporter John Montone. John, are you there? Yes, I am, Judy. And I have to describe the most incredible scene of my life. Uh, right after I got off the air with Lee about an hour ago, I was talking to people on Broadway, getting descriptions of what they had seen when I decided to take a walk back down toward the uh, Trade Center. Fortunately, a doorman in one of the buildings, and, and God, I don't know if he survived, told me to get out of there, to walk the other way. I did. As I was back on Broadway, people began screaming. The building began crumbling, and it began rolling as if it was, uh, as if it was um, some sort of an earthquake uh, combined with a volcano. The ash was everywhere. We could not see a thing. There were people running in all directions. Finally, hundreds of us went into a building on Broadway. We got into that building, and it was almost impossible to breathe, and there were several minutes when all of us thought we would die in that building. Finally, somebody found an exit. We got out of that building, and what we saw on the street was nothing short of what you, you would see uh, in a nuclear winter. There was just ash and debris piled about four or five inches high, uh, just, as, just as people were walking by, just as people were kicking the ash up. A Burger King about four blocks away opened its doors to us. We were able to get some water on us, able to, to wet napkins. These were, the, these were the most helpful people in the world, like Red Cross volunteers. So hundreds of people who thought they were going to die in that building got out. They got water. But, but to see that the tower, and I, I don't know which tower collapsed first, but it, the tower that I saw came down and crumbled. It was as if it had been blown up uh, uh, again. I don't know if there was another bomb. Or I don't know if it was the weight of the fire and smoke on the top on the top floor. And a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people were breaking down and crying. They are trying to get through to their loved ones. I, I, I have met so many people. I want to say over the air, Stu Morell from Glenrock, New Jersey, is with me. Uh, we met, and we made it through this, this dust and this debris. Other people have. They've been trying to use telephone lines. Uh, cell phones aren't working. They're trying to use pay phones to reach their loved ones. But, but people were orderly, even amid the panic of the of the collapse. I, I'm sorry to say, for my professional purposes, that I lost my tape recorder in the panic. It was pulled out of my hands and crushed. But we got out, hundreds of people, and, and as horrible, as horrible as this day will be, and, and the tragedy that will go down in history is one of the, the, the worst days in this country's history. One thing has to be said, people of all races, nationalities, sexes, stopped to help people who needed help. It was an unbelievable display of humanity. I, I'm taking a phone right now that a lot of people want to use to call their loved ones. Uh, just know that, that many, many people made it, people who were in lower Manhattan, made it down, made it alive. I, I, I can't give names here. I wish I could. Um, and I'm going to try to get back to you as soon as possible. But again, I was there when, when the tower collapsed and uh, there were casualties. And I am being told I have to get off the line now, uh, Judy, so I'm going to have to go. John Montone, 1010 wins reporting live from this terrible disaster in lower manhattan and obviously distraught john montone but uh, as you heard him say the good news is a lot of people it appears did get out we are now getting more breaking news this long day far from being over we're getting breaking news now that a car bombing has occurred at the state department we're going to get you information about that right now in the meantime let me toss it over to my colleague james Faraday. yes and in washington dc police tell the fox news channel that there is a hijacked plane en route to Washington. The plane is said to be flying just south of Reagan National Airport, and we should point out that the runway to that airport is just a matter of miles from the White House. Again, D.C. police telling the Fox News Channel that there is a hijacked plane en route to Washington, and that plane flying just south of Reagan National Airport at last report. 
Clearly, we're in the middle of the worst ever act of terrorism directed at the United States on domestic soil, and it may not be over. Sources also telling the Fox News Channel moments ago that the Democratic Front for the Liberation of Palestine is claiming responsibility for today's bombings. However, Fox News cautions that the Israeli government sources believe Osama bin Laden is in fact responsible. Our coverage continues now with 1010 Winds newsman Lee Harris. And I should point out that uh, earlier we heard from uh, Fox News reporter Jim Engel that there are jet planes patrolling the skies over Washington, D.C. So presumably if that hijacked Washington, D.C. police plane uh, should get in the vicinity, uh, they will be able to deal with it. 1010 Winds News director Ben Meverack was stuck at the Manhattan Bridge a short time ago when he watched the second tower, the North Tower of the World Trade center collapse uh, following in the footsteps of the uh, South Tower not a uh, short time before that. Uh, Lee, it's a sight I will never forget, and uh, some of the folks who were standing on the bridge as it went down uh, began to cry uh, shortly after the uh, tower collapsed. Uh, what you have now here on the Manhattan Bridge are thousands, uh, literally thousands of people walking across the bridge from the Manhattan side over to the Brooklyn side. All right, Ben, uh, hold for just a second. Breaking news now on 1010 Winds. More developments just uh, every minute, and uh, none of them are good. Now word that part of the Pentagon has collapsed, a portion of the Pentagon. Pentagon has collapsed. Of course, uh, we had a report that a plane had crashed into the Pentagon uh, earlier uh, this morning. Also, a large plane has crashed in western Pennsylvania. This is at the uh, Somerset County Airport. We don't know what, if anything, it crashed into, but a large plane has crashed in western Pennsylvania. The airspace over the United States is locked down. No planes are supposed to be uh, departing at this point. Also, international flights have been diverted to Canadian airports. And uh, let's return now to to 1010 Winds News Director Ben Meverack, who was describing the scene when the second tower of the World Trade Center went down. Ben? And I'd look out over the uh, bridge, Lee. The, the wind must be in such a fashion that it's pushing. I mean, there's so much smoke that it's also billowing up into the sky, uh, but there's also a wind pushing it down. So if you can imagine your darkest storm, but actually at near ground level, just about the rooftops uh, on the side of Brooklyn I am by the bridge, uh, that's what it looks like. The visibility is very poor. And as I mentioned just uh, before the breaking news sounder, thousands, literally thousands of People are walking across the bridge now into Brooklyn, out of Manhattan. I just want to say, excuse me, Foreman, from 1010 Winds Radio. Were you, are you evacuating on your own? Were you asked to leave the city? Uh, no, I, I came in, and just before the first tower fell down, um, I was on my way into work. I work for the city, so all the buildings are closed. Can you just give me a sense of what is happening on, on the city side of the, of the bridge? Well, uh, when the first building came down, people were running across Chambers Street. It sort of started a panic, and people started running, 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 and... Other people were telling everyone to be calm. And then they, uh, the police officers and emergency services directed us over to the east side to evacuate that way. If I can just get your first sense, as, as I'm sure you may be aware at this point, if it's a terrorist attack, it's happening at other locations throughout the country. Just your feeling about what's happening here to the country. Well, um, obviously violence and these kind of attacks don't really solve the problems. I think that everyone needs to really sit down and talk about what the issues really are and come to some kind of peaceful uh, a settlement of all these issues. Um, but this country has been spared this type of violence, and I guess now we understand what it's really all about. Thank you very much. Good luck. Lee? All right, Ben. Uh, let's uh, have a recap, a timeline of the events this morning. A uh, plane crashed into a tower of the World Trade Center in Lower Manhattan shortly before 9 this morning. A second plane crashed into the second tower a few minutes later. President Bush took to the air from Sarasota. Uh, today we've had a national tragedy. Uh, two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country. And a short time after that, uh, the president's suspicions were more or less confirmed when a plane crashed near the Pentagon. A portion of the Pentagon has now collapsed. Government buildings in Washington, including the Capitol and the White House, were evacuated after a credible threat, obviously this morning, of a terrorist attack. The FAA shut down all aircraft takeoffs nationwide. And shortly after 10, one World Trade Center in New York collapsed about an hour after hitting, being hit by a plane. American Airlines says that one of the planes that crashed into the Trade Center was American Airlines Flight 11, hijacked after takeoff from Boston and route to Los Angeles. Senior law enforcement officials say that a car bomb then exploded outside the State Department in Washington, and then the second tower of the World Trade Center collapsed at 1028. 
It was only 14 minutes ago, but it seems like a lifetime. Let's go to 1010 Winds reporter Eileen LaPalmer. She's stationed outside City Hall. Eileen? Okay, Eileen is uh, not with us at this point. 1010 Winds reporter Mona Rivera in Brooklyn. Mona? Yes, uh, as you know, the subway system has been shut down, and many people were traveling to Manhattan from Brooklyn when the disaster occurred. I spoke with some people who were on the Manhattan-bound A train from Brooklyn, and Sonia Warner was one of them. She says that people were afraid that the subway system would be bombed. I overheard somebody talking to me and telling me that two planes had crashed into the World Trade Center and that they were stopping all of the train um, service into Manhattan. And I just decided to get off the train now and just, you know, just get off. That's it. People coming out of the subway here in Brooklyn are standing on the street. They're gaping at the black plume of smoke. There are some spots along Atlantic Avenue where you can normally see the Twin Towers. Now you can't see anything, just empty space. Quite a sight. Mona Rivera, 1010 Winds, live in Brooklyn. Okay, Mona, this is not the most important uh, thing we have to relate to you this morning, but we will relay it nevertheless. The Yankee game tonight at Yankee Stadium has been postponed in view of the current events. And uh, let's go now to 1010 Winds reporter Eileen LaPalmer. We tried to hook up with her a few moments ago down at City Hall, and we do have her now. Eileen? Well, sorry, Lee. As you can imagine, it is absolute chaos here. They, uh, the police are moving everyone north. The objective here is to get everyone as far away from the World Trade Center as possible. Right now, I am on uh, Chambers Street here near 26 Federal Plaza. The police are evacuating all the buildings in the surrounding area, obviously for fear that there might be another attack. I was outside of uh, 26 Federal Plaza talking to a man who was in the subway at the very moment when Tower 1 collapsed about a half hour ago. We came out here and uh, saw this uh, tremendous, I guess it's dust and chaos from the buildings here. Uh, and that uh, was a strange place to be when this happened. Okay, so I've running As you can hear that yelling, that is the police officers telling everyone to get down. At the moment when Tower 1 collapsed, smoke began billowing up Broadway. Right now everyone is walking around with masks, covering their face. There are people just wandering the streets, covered in blood, covered in plaster. They were near the site when the buildings collapsed. Eileen LaPalmer, 1010 Winds, live outside of 26 Federal Plaza. And what had been our big story this morning is the big story no more. The primary in New York City has been canceled in view of the events, which are tragic and uh, horrific. Again, uh, two hours ago, a little over two hours ago, there were two towers of the World Trade Center at this hour. There are none. Both have been hit by planes and both eventually collapsed into piles of rubble. The loss of life, no doubt substantial. We, we don't know at this point. We do hear that many people were able to get out of the towers before they uh, collapsed. And uh, we did get a call into EMS at one point, and they basically said, don't even ask. 1010 Winds reporter Steve Kastenbaum is in Lower Manhattan. And, uh, Steve, were you in any of the imperiled spots? This is perhaps the most horrific sight anyone could have witnessed uh, in a lifetime. I cannot believe my eyes, uh, and I am still in shock as to what I witnessed just moments ago. Uh, first, it began with the two explosions as the planes hit the buildings, and, and as if that was not enough, uh, Lower Manhattan was completely cordoned off. You could not get into the city. I managed to hop into an emergency services vehicle and got across the Brooklyn Bridge. Just as I got over the Brooklyn Bridge by City Hall, Tower 1 collapsed. All eyes looked towards the sky. It was the most surreal scene I have ever seen. I cannot describe what took place. The building literally just like as if it was in slow motion just toppled over right onto lower Manhattan, sending up a humongous cloud filled with debris and dust. Then folks started running from lower Manhattan covered in gray soot in a daze, in a fog. Then a half an hour later, again, the same feeling. The entire ground shook here. Windows rattled. Buildings things just rattled and rumbled back and forth as the second tower came down. At that point, uh, the police and the fire department literally just forced everybody out of lower Manhattan. 
forcing everybody to walk, walk up towards Canal Street. The injured were just everywhere to be seen, walking up towards City Hill, uh, City Hall, covered in blood, in bandages, dazed, confused, just not able to comprehend the enormity of what just happened. Presumably, there were people still uh, in these buildings above the fires where this happened. And uh, the, the, the folks, there's no telling what might have happened to those buildings, uh, people who were on top of the uh, fire. Uh, again, this happened uh, in the morning, uh, more or less around 9 o'clock, so there were most likely people already inside the World Trade Center buildings when these two planes uh, uh, hit the structures. So uh, the, the loss of life, one can only imagine, is just enormous. It's, it must be incomprehensible at this point. Lee? Well, well Steve, we yeah, can certainly confirm some loss of life. 1010 Wins Account Executive Joan Fleischer, who uh, has been with us since the beginning watching this unfold from uh, the rooftop of her home. Uh, Joan, you did actually see some people leap from the building, correct? Yes, I did. It must have been, from what I could see, maybe eight to ten people jumped out of the building. And it wasn't that there was an explosion. There was, they just jumped, they leapt. And of course, it was just a short time later that uh, you witnessed the building actually collapse. Right. It looked to me like that building was on very thin... It, it looked like the top part where it had burning from was a little crooked, but I couldn't really tell because of the smoke. And sure enough, then it was no explosion, just a poof of, like, smoke. And then it just went down to the ground. No, no sound. If it was an explosion, it had no sound. It was just tons and tons of smoke. All right, thank you, Joan. Please uh, stay with us because uh, apparently you just don't know what you're going to see next in New York City this morning. Let's uh, get an update on the national and world situation. This story affects uh, more than New York City. This is of worldwide import this morning. Here's 1010 Winds newsman James Faraday. Lee, first the latest on the Pentagon attack. Part of the building collapsed after a plane struck the building. This is Fox News Channel's David Schuster. According to counterintelligence sources, they confirmed that it was a plane that crashed into the south end of the Pentagon near the helipad. Uh, this is a route that uh, commercial aircraft flying into National Airport, which is just a few miles away, they take sometimes on final approach as they come to the airport. Right now, flames and smoke can be seen billowing from the Pentagon, and about a 60-foot section of that building has uh, collapsed, crumbled to the ground as a result of the impact. Uh, as uh, correspondent David Schuster mentioned, uh, D.C. police uh, telling Fox News that there's a hijacked plane en route to Washington and that defense officials are keeping a close eye on that situation. Uh, defense Secretary Rumsfeld has been evacuated from the Pentagon. The White House has been evacuated. The Capitol has been evacuated. The Supreme Court, in fact, all federal offices now evacuated in Washington as uh, authorities keep a close eye on that hijacked plane. Fox News Channel's Brian Wilson with more on that part of the story. Capitol Police have completely evacuated the grounds of the Capitol, and they have told us, quote, there is a plane that's been hijacked. It is south of Washington headed this way. It's Fox News Channel's Brian Wilson. I'm James Faraday. Our coverage continues now with 1010 Wins News anchor Judy DeAngelis. And uh, we are just getting word now that uh, New York City's primary election has been called off, obviously, after the uh, terrorist attack on the World Trade Center, uh, the bombs, the planes which hit, and then the subsequent bombings which leveled both the North and the South Towers. It is uh, a scene just not to be believed. The smoke's still billowing. What we do have uh, is a lockdown. You can't get in. You can't get out. You can't go up. You can't go down. Uh, Tenton Winds reporter Sandy Klein out at Newark Airport uh, surveying uh, the scene. Obviously a very uh, somber one out there. I'm at Newark Airport. I've been just kind of driving around. It's all so chaotic here. Police with uh, armed rifles. Um, it, it, it's just, it's, it's the scariest scene. As I, as I drove to the airport, people were stopping along the turnpike, stopping their cars to look over the river into New York and see this billow of smoke that, that was once the World Trade Center. It's all so tragic now. The airport is now teeming with people who have been told to leave the terminals because they are evacuating the airport. I just spoke with two men who uh, were supposed to fly out on business and they're walking back to their cars. Terminal C at Newark Airport has been evacuated. The whole airport, it is my understanding, is being evacuated. Um, if there's no indication when, why, when this facility will reopen and flights will take off and land. Sandy Klein, 1010 Winds News at Newark Airport. We have got the entire 1010 Winds news team mobilized and ready covering this story and let's go first to 1010 wins reporter john montone john 
Yeah, Judy, and uh, and I arrived uh, about an hour and a half ago. Was able to drop my truck off on Broadway and run toward the uh, the burning uh, twin towers. People were running the other way, and even at that point, uh, they they were telling me it looked as if a plane, uh, or at least the second plane, ran into the building purposely. Uh, the people were screaming. They knew people on the top floors. It was it was pandemonium. I, I was able to get away and uh, talk to a bunch of people. One fellow uh, was telling me that he, his bus was coming out of the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel, and then they saw a lot of the, the smoke and the fire, uh, and they were alerted that the, that the first tower had been hit, when all of a sudden, they all were getting off the bus, they looked up in the air, and they saw the, saw the plane, the second plane coming for the second tower, it hit that second tower, they, they said at that point there was absolute pandemonium on the street, I, I tried to get back toward the, the, the towers to see if there was any sign of life down there. Perhaps that was a foolish thing, and maybe it was just my instinct to, uh, to, to find out as a reporter, a doorman, and then I cannot believe he survived the collapse of the building, stopped me, pushed me away, told me to get back toward Broadway, and it was when I was on Broadway that suddenly people began to scream that the, uh, the tower was coming down, and that, of course, was the first tower. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get into a building which was open. Uh, we crowded the hallways, and for a while it was so so smoky. It's actually not smoke. It was dust. This this dust is still in my lungs. It's hard to breathe. Um, we got in there, and for about three or four minutes, it, it, it appeared as if it was too crowded. There was no way out, and we we're all going to suffocate. People were getting very faint. Finally, a, a door opened as we were trudging through the through really the darkness. It was almost impossible to see with all the dust. At that point, none of us had uh, napkins to put over our faces. Uh, we managed to get outside. At, at least we were in the daylight. If anything, however, the dust was even worse. Uh, I ran into a... a, a, a a gentleman from my hometown of Glen Rock, Stuart Morell. Uh, we stayed together, and and the employees of a a Burger King, and I. It was near Fulton Street. I don't know the exact address. These most wonderful people had opened their door. They had everybody coming in. They were pouring us water. They gave us napkins to put over our faces, uh, and eventually, uh, Stuart and I were able to get down uh, closer to the water. Uh, where we could go to a building where he has customers, and I've been able to use the phones here, and I've been talking to people, and they all have these horrific stories, and the worst stories are of, of people who know people who work in the World Trade Center, who hadn't gotten to work yet, uh, who, who, know, who know that they're going to lose a lot of people. A lot of people that they knew very well. And, and there are so many people trying to commandeer any type of pay phones and landline phones to get the word out that they are okay. Um, the, the scene here is uh, reminiscent of, of a nuclear winter. There, there is dust in the street. Uh, it is three, four inches high. I, I can't tell you. Um, I'm, I'm able to talk now. It, it, it is burning and burning my lungs. I, I'm, I'm certainly not complaining because I'm one of the very fortunate ones who survived this, this horrible attack. And, and, and that's what I can tell you now. I am going to try to talk to some other people who, who went through similar things, uh, maybe people who were closer to the building uh, than I was when the first explosion occurred. Unfortunately, from a professional aspect, uh, during the uh, initial stampede as the building uh, collapsed and came down like volcanic uh, lava, uh, I lost my tape recorder, which may seem like a small thing but is bothering the hell out of me right now. But I will try to get people uh, uh, to this phone uh, to continue to share these these stories. John Montone, 1010 Wins, reporting live from Lower Manhattan. I guess the best way to sum this up is the World Trade Center is no more. What was there this morning when we woke up is now gone. The Southern Tower collapsing about an hour after uh, the morning's twin plane crashes. The Northern Tower going down shortly after that in flames and billowing smoke. 1010 Wins reporter Juliet Papa also in Lower Manhattan. We do what we can to try and bring you what information we have. Juliet, what can you see down there? 
Obviously nothing. I know this is very, very difficult because it's really tough to even get a line into this station. People are, are desperately trying to get a hold of their loved ones. Let's see if we can go to 1010 Winds reporter Steve Kastenbaum. Steve, are you there? Yes, I am, Judy. I am sitting in the, the sub-basement at the surrogate court building behind City Hall. It was the first building I could duck into completely shut down all of lower Manhattan below Canal Street and forced everybody just to walk north at a fast pace. I can tell you that the uh, the lower Manhattan area resembles a scene out of an eerie science fiction film. Uh, the smoke billowing from lower Manhattan where the Twin Towers once stood. All of lower Manhattan uh, as far north as here at City Hall and even further north it is completely covered in a blanket of soot, debris, dust anything you can imagine. It is here. It, it, it's, it's almost incomprehensible uh, to, uh, to un you couldn't understand what was going on as it was happening. It would just baffled the mind. People were running north just moments after the buildings fell, and this billowing cloud of debris took over all of lower Manhattan. There were folks who were screaming in a panic. Some were in a daze and just standing there, just couldn't understand what was going on. Others literally ran for their lives. Folks are still coming out from lower Manhattan occasionally, covered in soot and, and gray matter. Uh, they are uh, bandaged, uh, heading any which way. Uh, City Hall is in a state of lockdown. So is Police Plaza. And I would dare to say all of lower Manhattan at this point. Somehow I managed to get in here from uh, downtown Brooklyn and at around uh, 9.30 they were already evacuating lower Manhattan. Folks were walking across the uh, Brooklyn Bridge by the thousands and as I got in with uh, a, a motorcade of emergency services vehicles just as we got to the Manhattan side the South Tower just began to tumble over. And it was the most unbelievable sight uh, anyone could ever Ever see. You could not believe what was taking place in front of your eyes was actually happening. It looked as if it was happening in slow motion, a scene out of a movie. It just came on down over into lower Manhattan and, and God knows what happened to the people who were stuck on top of the floors, on top of the fire, and in the buildings below uh, the World Trade Center. Uh, and again, a half an hour later, another tremendous rumble as the second World Trade Center tower came again, crashing down into the ground. I have no idea what's going on in the streets above me right now because police have literally sealed off the entire area. Anyone who is, is out on the streets is being screamed at, yelled at, being told, get out of here any which way you possibly can. Uh, the city landscape of New York City forever changed, apparently at the hands of terrorists, and this will leave a terrible, indelible mark on the uh, persona of New Yorkers for many, many years to come. Judy? Thank you, Steve Kastenbaum, watching the mayhem. Uh, we are receiving word now that American Airlines plans to have a statement in about one half hour. There are reports that a hijacked American Airlines plane... All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.